What's up, guys? It is the Sports Fanatic back with yet another edition of the Sports Fanatic. And today, um, I'll be coming to you with a well, first of all, happy Friday. Hope you're all having a blessed Friday, a great Friday, a fantastic Friday. Uh, today, I'll be coming to you with an analysis of picks one of the, the entire first round in the uh, NFL draft. Um, yeah, picks one through that's one through 32. Uh, the draft had a little bit of everything. It was um, there were some sleeper picks. Well, not sleeper picks, but there there were there were some some steals. There were some surprising picks. Um, there some head scratch, some head scratchers, I guess you can say. Um, and um, it, I mean it, it did go well. I mean, obviously, like like the draft itself went well. Um, you know, Roger Goodell did a great job of. Of um, you know, getting the players in on time, team did a good job of picking on time. Um, you know the 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 fan the fan board in the background behind Goodell, you know them cheering whatever, booing him whatever. Um, that uh, that was great. Um, and uh, but the draft itself, like within the and oh also they did a great job of installing the um the draft room cameras. With with you know the more elite players and you know first year fight you know first second round talent talent type players, they had sixty cameras so sixty players got you know to got a camera in their home you know to you know, see the reaction when they got drafted or leading up to when they got drafted or whatever, that was great. Um, so overall they did a great job in the draft itself. There were some head scratchers, um, early early head scratchers, uh, and there were, uh, but there were also some great steals. So. Uh, Without further ado, let's dive right into it. But the first overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals took um, Joe Burrow, the quarterback from LSU. Obviously, this is everyone knew this was going to happen. Like, this is probably one of the most obvious picks in recent memory in the NFL. Um, first, first overall picks. Uh, I mean, it's foregone that he was going to the, to the uh, Bengals' um, hometown kid. They need a quarterback. Um, he just won a national championship. Just won the Heisman. Perfect season. I mean, this was. I mean, it's like everybody knew it was going to happen. A plus. Um, but the second overall pick, the Washington Redskins picked uh, Chase Young, the defensive end out of Ohio State, and I think these were the top two players in college football last year. Um, and uh, Chase Young was in the was in the conversation. He was a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Um, he was that dominant. I think he had 16, six, 16 and a half sacks last year, uh, which is like a, a a record, a school record, I believe. Um, he was just dominant last year, and uh, you know, he's going to be a mainstay for that defense for years to come. He he's going to be great, and he and he's also a hometown kid. Uh, went to Dematha from PG County, from well, he's from uh, Hydeville slash Upper Marlboro, Maryland. You know, hometown kid. Uh, this is a great pick. So the Giants, so it looks like the Redskins have their quarterback that they want, um, Dwayne Haskins, and they have a mainstay on their defense for years to come. I mean, besides the fact that this is a hometown kid, I mean, he's just a great player. I mean, just arguably the best player, like I said, in college football last year. Um, if it wasn't for Joe Burrow's season, you know, so, you know, obviously the first two picks, no-brainers. Third overall pick, I gave it an A. It was Jeff Okuda, the defensive back from Ohio State to the Detroit Lions. Obviously, the Lions traded traded away their number one DB Stephon um Stephon Diggs um uh, Darius Slay 
to the um Philadelphia Eagles uh, a couple months ago in um, free agency. So um they need no they 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 needed they needed a guy who can like who who can lock down who can lock down receivers because right now they have no DBs you know so um and Jeff Okuda is the best cover corner in this draft um and, and arguably was the best DB in the, in the, in the country last year so um they snagged him at number three I gave it an A uh, I think these first they were pretty straightforward like no brainers uh but this fourth pick. Was a bit of a head scratcher to me, um, and it was the New York Giants selecting Andrew Thomas, the offensive tackle from Georgia. Um, now he's don't get me wrong, he's a great player. Andrew Thomas is a great player, but they already but they, but there was other players on the board. Like they 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 he there was Jedrick Wills, there was Tristan Wirth, there was Makai Becton. Uh, there was multiple other players that they could have drafted that I think were better or more talked about than Andrew Thomas. Um, I mean, he's he's good. He's one. He was one of the best tackles in in in, in the country last last year. Um, led Georgia to the. Well, he was part of the um, keys to Georgia going to the SEC championship game championship game last year. Um, but it's I don't know. I just I just don't really get it. Um. I I don't really get the pick. Um, cause when they, there were other players available, other guys available that that they could have taken, and even you know they could have taken Isaiah Simmons, who uh, I'm not gonna lie, I think he's the best non quarterback in this draft. I think he was the best non quarterback in this draft, Isaiah Simmons. I think he just because I mean Chase Young was definitely the more dominant player, but Isaiah Simmons' versatility is. Second to none, and he can be, uh, and he is a future All Pro, first team All Pro type of guy. Um, it was up between him or Chase Young, but I mean, I don't know, man. It's to me, it's tough. To me, it's tough. I think I might, I might be going to Simmons. Um, but there were other options that the Giants could have taken, but you know, they, I guess they, they saw some in Thomas that that that, that they liked, so they took him. I gave that a B. Uh, with his next pick, um. The Miami Dolphins took their future court, their quarterback of the future, um, into a talk about low. I gave this an A. Uh, I gave this an A. Um, I think it just confirmed that what everybody was thinking that Tua. I think for I think everybody believes is better than Justin Herbert and will will be be better be better than Justin Herbert, even with these injuries, um, because. I mean, you look at their body of work too. Has a better body of work overall. He has a championship, Heisman finalist. Um, plays in a, in a tougher conference. Um, I mean, I think I mean too. I mean, and he's I think he's just just he's just more polished than Justin Herbert. Um, and this is the guy that Miami wanted because Justin Justin Herbert was still on the board at number five, and so they but they took two of which I think was the was the right pick. Uh, and I think I, I believe a healthy Tua is the best player in this draft. I honestly do. I believe if he didn't have all the injuries and wasn't so, it wasn't his. It wasn't so 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 small. I mean, he's six one. I mean, he's, he's kind of on the smaller side. Um, I think he definitely would be number one overall. Um, over Joe Burrow. Uh, or I think it would it would have been more of a conversation for who 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 was going number one between him and Joe Burrow. Um, 
So I give that an A. With the sixth pick, the Los Angeles Chargers took their uh, quarterback. They took Justin Herbert at six, one spot behind Miami. Um, and uh, obviously, Joe Her- I mean, Herbert is the third best quarterback in this draft, arguably. Um, and I think it's going to be a great competition between him and Tyrod Taylor for that starting spot. I think Tyrod Taylor is a, is a quarterback that you start now. And uh, I think you put him, I think you put Justin behind him so he can learn and, um, you know, really learn the ropes of that team and uh, of the NFL. Uh, I think you'll see him slowly start to be seen throughout the season um, over Tyrod. Uh, but this is, a, this is a good pick for the Chargers. Justin Herbert, he's, he's got all the tools. He's big, physical, big arm. It's just, uh, I mean, he, like he's kind of limited in what he in what he could do at 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 Oregon. Um, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how he does in the Anthony in the Anthony Lynn's offense with weapons like you know Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry. You know, if he can you know pause some things up and you know fix fix some things, he can he can definitely be elite. Um, he has he has all he has all the tools. Uh, with the, with the seventh pick. Uh, and, and I I gave that that pick a B plus, uh, A minus. Also, I mean, I, I get I, I get why they took Herbert, but I mean, also I'm gonna say it again: Isaiah Simmons, versatile. You know, he he could have really been a big piece on that defense. You know, they they have guys like, um, you know, Derwin James and Casey Hayward and Desmond King, all versatile guys. Uh, you add Nuto Simmons in that mix, and that's that's whew, that's dangerous, especially in the um, you know, division where you got where where you know you got to stick guys like um, you know, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, um, you know, uh, Josh Jacobs, um. Melvin Gordon, you know, guys, you know, different guys, you know, you know, whether it be tight ends, running backs, certain receivers, you know, I mean, Simmons can guard all of them, you know, he, he he's the thing is capable of guarding all of them, so I think that would have been a big piece for them, but uh, at the, in the same breath, they do need a quarterback for the future, and that is a good pick. Um, Carolina took with the seventh with the seventh pick, Derek Brown, the defense tackle out of Auburn. I give this pick an A plus. Derek Brown is a phenomenal player. He has a high motor. Um, he is all go. I mean, all go. Um, he went when he when he played the best teams. Um, when Auburn played the the top tier teams last year, he dominated all those games. He played well against LSU, Texas A and M, Oregon. He played well against a, a, every top team that they played last year, and uh, he's the best, definitely the best in interior. Uh, D lineman in this draft by far. I give that an A plus. At number nine, Arizona took um Isaiah Simmons now <laughs> I gave this a B plus because I thought Simmons would be going earlier I thought he was a top five talent um but obviously with the, with the quarterback needs and you know um just um different teams had needed, needed different things uh I think there were other teams. Team. There were teams that had bigger needs than Washington Simmons could do. Like obviously, um, Washington. I mean, Detroit needed. They need DB help. They need secondary help. Um, more than anything, Miami needs a quarterback of the future. Um, the Chargers need 
a quarterback of the of the, <laughs> of the future. Uh, Carolina needs interior D line help, so I think those they they feel more desperate needs than Isaiah Simmons does, even though he does everything on defense. But this is a great pick for Arizona. Um, they're known for getting versatile guys. Um, Dale Buchanan, Tyron Matthew, among others. Um, you know, I think this is a uh, a great pick. Um, like I said, I think he arguably you can make a case that he's the best known quarterback in this draft. Um, because of his versatility and because of his 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 motor and his skill set, um, you can you can make, you you can make a, a strong case for him. You know, um, and so I, I like the pick by Arizona at nine. But they could have gone uh, offensive tackle, like, you know, Wirfs or Becton or Wills. Um, they could have gone to one of those guys. But, you know, they said they, they decided to take a Simmons. When I'm not mad at it. I gave it a B plus. With uh, next pick with number to number, number uh, 10 pick, trying out the top 10, the Jacksonville Jaguars snagged um, TJ Henderson. Um but no, this is the number. No, this is. No, this no, this is the the, the number nine pick. Okay, this is number. This is the number nine pick. Arizona was was number eight. They the eight pick. Jacksonville was number nine. Um, I gave this a B B minus. Uh, I feel like I mean they did trade away, George Jalen Ramsey and uh, C J Henderson. Uh, Jalen Ramsey and um A um AJ Boye, um in, in the off season, well J- Jalen Ramsey last season, um but uh I, I just I just think that I mean he's, he's, he's I mean Henderson obviously is a he's an elite cover corner um not really known he's not really a ball hog not really known for getting picks I think throughout his three years he had like only six picks I believe. Throughout his three years at uh at Florida, um, but I thought they were they would go offense here, um, going after a guy like Jerry Judy, you know, another Florida boy, um, maybe you know to really inject some life into that that offense, um, but Henderson is a nice guy. He's a nice corner, you know, one one of the better ones in this draft. Um, it's a good pick. I, I gave it a B. Um, but still think they could they could have gotten could have went after Ruggs, Lamb, or Judy, um, with that nine pick. Uh but I'm not mad at it. Uh with the tenth overall pick, the Cleveland Browns took their left the left tackle or offensive line or you know, their tackle of the future. I think their right tackle uh of the future. Uh Jedrick Wills. I give it a B. Um I think I think Will is definitely like, um, I think he's definitely like, I think he's definitely the second best offensive lineman in the draft. Um, I'll be the first. Um, but my thing with him is, oh no, actually not. I'll give this a B, B plus. Um, he's kind of, kind of, kind of built like a guard. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he translates into the NFL. Um, but he definitely did good. He was definitely one of the best linemen. In all of football last year, um, you know, protecting Tua, uh, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see where they put him on the line. Um, and I give it a B plus. Um, with the number eleven overall pick, uh, the New York Jets selected Makai Becton. Um, and I give this a 
B B B plus. Um, they need somebody to protect Sam Darnold, and Makai Becton is a mauler. Okay, he is a mauler. Um, at Louisville, uh, my thing with him with him is that he he was pretty heavy coming in to Louisville as a freshman, and you know that weight might be a problem. Uh, he's got he got down. He he lost some weight. Um, got down to you know regular size. I think three sixty six. I think what they said. Um, so we'll see how he translates. Um, but um, I think if this is a good pick. They need somebody to to, to protect Donald. Uh, I gave, I didn't give it an A. I mean, obviously, I mean again, they lost Robbie Anderson to free agency, and they need weapons. You know, they they need weapons on offense. Um, but you know, obviously, you know, teams are trying to you you, you know you you start from the line, from the line and going out. You know, so. Um, I think I believe this is a good pick, you know, drafting your left tackle of the future. Um, with the number 12 of our pick, the Oakland Raiders took Henry Ruggs, the fastest player in this draft. And I gave that a, a, a B plus, A minus. I'm going to go with the A minus because Ruggs has world class speed. He has track speed. He has speed. He is something that you can't teach. You know, I mean, he he's a blazer. He's got the burners. Um He's an exciting player. Arguably the most exciting player in this draft. I can go on and on, but the fact of the matter is that he was the third. He's the third best receiver in this draft. Okay, behind Jerry Judy and C.D. Lamb, and um, I think they took him solely because of that speed, and that fact that nobody, neither C.D. nor Jerry, have that speed. That four-two type, you know, four-two eight <laughs> type speed that he has, and he can go up and get contested balls, and he's a good, good route runner. So I understand. But Jerry and TD were still on the board. Um, with the thirteenth overall pick, the Tampa Bay Bucks traded. Um, they traded up. They traded one spot ahead of San Francisco to snag their left tackle of the future, Tristan Worse. I'll give this pick an A. Um, obviously because you know they have Tom Brady now. They have all the offensive weapons. Um. They have they have they have stalwart defensive guys as well, and uh, I think they need somebody to protect Brady and share things up on the left side, and they definitely did that with 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 Worse, who I think is the best lineman in this draft or the best tackle in this draft. Um, either him or Wills, in my opinion. That's a great pick. I gave, gave that a. a. Um, with the fourteenth pick in the draft, the San Francisco is four nine selected. Um. Uh, Javon, Javon, Javon Kinlaw, um, out of South Carolina, defensive tackle. Um, this was solely to replace DeForest Buckner, who they lost in the free agency to the Colts. Um, trying to deal with them in the offseason. Um, it's kind of weird to me because they already they have other great linemen. They have they still have Eric Armstead. They still have Nick Bosa. They still have D Ford, among other guys in that on that line. So I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, cause, I mean, Ken Law definitely was. I think he was the second best interior D lineman in the college football last year. But in the same breath, it's like, I mean, you you already you you already had great D lineman and the receiving core after losing Emmanuel Sanders. Now it's not really. It's not. I'm not saying I want to say it's thin, but really, it's Debo Samuel's, Kendrick Bourne, and. I don't even know who else they have over there, honestly. You know, so I think I thought going with, you know, Judy 
uh, here. You know, somebody that could that could that can still stretch the field. You know, it was a great route runner pairing him with with Debo, who's more of a you know physical receiver. I think that was a great one-two punch along with Bourne, uh, who's a good player. But and you know, Kittle obviously is great. Um, and that passing could have been you know set, but um, you know, I mean, it's not a bad take. You know, just you know, to plug in. You know, one 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 of the better D linemen in the SEC last year. Um, injured their D line wasn't a bad pick. I gave it a B. Uh, the, with the fifteenth pick, the Denver Broncos took, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in this draft, Mr. Jerry Judy. Uh, I gave his pick a uh, in a in 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 a minus. Um, uh, a minus A. Uh, I think he's the best receiver in this receiver in the draft. And, um, you, um, I think you pair him with Cortland Sutton, uh, and Noah Fant and Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay and all those guys in that offense. And you have a potentially potent offense in the AFC West. And I think in the AFC West, you need to be able to score with, with teams like the Chiefs, um, in the AFC, score with teams, with teams like the Chiefs. Uh, it, I, wouldn't mind if they did go, you know, defensive back here uh, after losing Chris Harris Jr. Um, you know, we've got somebody like, you know, Christian Fulton or A.J. Terrell. Uh, I wouldn't have mind it to win DB, but they got the best player available, in my opinion. They got the best receiver, definitely the best receiver in the draft, in my mind. And, um, and uh, Jerry Judy. So... Yeah, they have they they're they are set on offense. I think the big question there is with Drew Locke. Can Drew Locke step up in in the second year and, and be a serviceable, you know, good quarterback, you know? That's the big question there. So I gave that an A. Yeah, A. Solid A. Uh the next pick with the sixteenth overall pick, the Atlanta Falcons took AJ Terrell. Now, um He's a he's a good DB, but with him, hey, with AJ Terrell, I saw him get burnt too much last year. Um, especially in the national national championship game against uh, the best receiver in college football last year, um, Jamar Chase, the sophomore from LSU. Yeah, only a sophomore. Uh, Jamar Chase is going to be filthy this year, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm kind of and I'm. It's gonna kind of it's gonna. Be tough going against him this year, as me as a Bamba fan. Uh, going to got to see him again this year, uh, so that's that's gonna uh, it's gonna suck. Um, but yeah, last year AJ Terrell got destroyed by Jamar Chase. He got beat twice deep, one for a touchdown and one for a near touchdown. Um, I mean, Jamar Chase has had his had his way way uh, with him last year, and um, and. Um, I mean Terrell. I mean he. I mean he had a good national championship game against uh the year before against Alabama against their um star receivers, you know. But him, he's kind of up and down. I feel like he. I mean he is good, but I feel like he he's he's also a hometown kid from Atlanta. Um, I think they could have gone defensive end here. Um, you know, but they did what the what they thought thought was best, and I'm gonna give that a B. Uh, this next pick, I thought this pick was still the draft, but the other first round so far, I think how this guy slipped all the way down to, to this pick was kind of, it's kind of weird to me. Uh, I've gone for going off of all I just talked about over the past couple minutes with different receivers and stuff. 
Uh, CD at, at number 17, the Cowboys got CD Lamb. The second, in my opinion, the second best receiver in this draft. Uh, I, I gave it an A, A minus. Um, possibly even a B plus. I, I think in that range. I th- I'm going to go with, I, I gave this an A minus. Um, and I kind of switched it. I kind of switched it up. I kind of thought about this one because in in one breath, you know, it's C D. It's C D. Lamb. He's a hometown kid from. He's from Texas. Um, you know, he played in Big Twelve territory. Uh, he played at Oklahoma, which is Cowboys, pretty much Cowboys territory. Since they, since they don't have their own team. Um, and the Eagles would need were needed receiver help, four picks back. Um. And so I think Jerry Jones, knowing Jerry Jones, I think he he knew what he was doing taking Chase uh, C. D. Lamb, uh, who's a playmaker. I'm not wrong; he's dynamic. He's a playmaker. You know, he he, he um, you know, he was you know definitely all three years. Well, at least the, the last two years at at Oklahoma, he was in, he was in the conversation for best receiver, uh, in the country both years, um, and you know it was a great pick. But in the same breath. They need help on defense. Like they need help in that secondary. After losing Byron Jones to the um, Miami Dolphins, I mean they they need help back there in the, in the secondary. Um, and you know, it's, it's I mean it's an and also on the uh, offensive line with with the sudden retirement of Travis Frederick, you know. So. Um, you know, I would I would have I thought they would have gone you know, offensive line or DB or more maybe paired somebody with, um, paired somebody with um, uh, Demarcus Lawrence on the on the opposite side of that line, um, so maybe go go edge rusher. But you know, it's a great pick. You know, now they have a dynamic, they have some they have triplets right now at receiver. You know, with Amari Cooper, my, my Amari Cooper being the being the star of the group, being the route being the route, route the route runner, um. My, Michael Gallup being the deep threat fifty fifty guy, and you know, um, Lamb being the underneath guy, intermediate guy. You know, they can take the deck and you know take it to the house at any time. You know, so they 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 have a dynamic group of receivers in Dallas right now. I'll pair that with Dak and Zeke and Tony Pollard. You know, out the backfield, and, and Dallas's offense is looking pretty pretty lethal. It'll be interesting to see what they do in this in in this round two, um, with, with their picks. I give that so I give that pick an A. Um, with the 18th pick, the Miami Dolphins took Austin Jackson. Uh, I gave this pick a B plus. Um, good offensive lineman. Um, I, I mean he's probably there. He's their left tackle of the future. Um, no, I mean I think Miami. Miami's building something right now. I really do feel like they are building something um uh down there. Uh I heard on the herd Colin Coward basically said that it was New England South, you know, basically quiet, you know, minding their own business, doing their thing, running business. Uh and that, and that makes sense, you know. Um but yeah, I, I definitely believe that um um Austin Jackson's their left tackle. Their left tackle of the future to protect Tua. Uh, and um, yeah, I think it was a good pick. Solid left tackle at at a um, USC. Um, yeah, it was a good pick. I, I gave it a in a, a a a B plus. Um, with the nineteenth overall pick, the Raiders took 
cornerback uh, Damon Arnett out of Ohio State. And I was kind of conflicted on this one as well. I gave it a, 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 a C plus on B minus range um, because I feel like they kind of reached on this one. I feel like there were other guys on the board that were better than Arnett. Um, you know, that just look better. Um, I mean, I, I obviously, you know, Arnett held his own at Ohio State with, you know, him getting all him, he was basically getting all the attention, being opposite of Jeff Okuda. You know, nobody was throwing Jeff's way, so obviously he was getting all all the looks. Um, and he held up. Um, but I mean, I mean, I it, 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 I mean, he is a solid DB. Um, but. I, I thought they already had a couple D, couple young um, DBs there already. Um, you know, I thought they had Garyon, Garyon, Garyon Conley, and Trayvon Mullen there already. Um, I, I was kind of, oh, I mean, he's a good player, but nineteen, I feel like that was a little bit of reach. I gave that C plus at the with the seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth, with the twentieth overall pick on the Jacksonville Jaguars took Caleb Vaughn. Chasing, um, uh, the defensive end from um, LSU. Uh, I gave this pick a a minus. Um, obviously, edge rushers were the most important positions in the in the draft. He's the second best edge. He's the second best edge rusher, best edge rusher available. Obviously, uh, I think it's a, a a a great pick. I think you take your DB, take one of your DBs of the future, and he's in CJ Henderson. Um, and you take your when your main stays on the defensive line, hopefully for years to come. And Kayvon Chase on, who is a raw, explosive go getter, go getter on that D line. Um, so that, that was a great pick by them. It was the 21st pick, the Philadelphia Eagles took Jalen Rager, and I gave this pick a, a, a B. Plus. Now, I gave it a B plus because, um, everybody. I mean, everybody wanted thought that Eagles Eagles would take Justin Jefferson with the with the twenty first pick, including myself. Um, and I I feel like honestly, if 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 I feel like this could potentially be an a be a a pick because this is kind of one of those boomer bust players. Um, I heard Jalen Rager, uh, twenty eighteen struggled with drops. Twenty nineteen had a great year. Uh, his junior year had a great year last year. Um, he had a I think back in twenty eighteen, or I think for either in his twenty eight for his career twenty eighteen he had a he had um the third worst drop rate in the FBS I think at about forty seven percent I think he had a third no third worst catch rate in the uh, FBS at third at forty seven percent um and I mean I mean drops have been a problem for him in his sophomore year but in his junior year he looked pretty well I saw the highlights of him I saw some film on him. He he had the he has the burners. I mean he he has he is fast. I mean he he ran a four four seven at at his at the combine, but they, I heard that he ran a four two something like a four two something, um, uh, at one of his uh, pro days, um, or no at like at a yeah at a certain pro day he ran a four two something. Um, so this is, I think this is a, a great pick. One of those boomer bust players. Um, he could pay off, or he, or he might just be a, a bust. 
Um, I, I gave it a B plus. It could potentially be an A. Uh, I, I feel like it's. I feel like it's. This could definitely be an A type player for the Eagles. He's definitely going to be starting. I feel like week one. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what see see what, see what happens with him. Um, but the twenty second pick, the Minnesota Vikings took Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver out of LSU. I give this a B. Um, because Justin Jefferson, what people don't understand about Justin Jefferson is that he played in the slot uh, his whole, um, last year at LSU. Uh, he had free releases after free releases after free release. Um, and he had a thousand yard receiver next to him. He had a, a 4,000 yard quarterback, 2,000 yard quarterback in Joe Burrow, Heisman Trophy winner. Um, I mean, he had so many guys around him to take the attention off of him. I mean, it's just, it's hard to say. I mean, he's a slot guy. He's not an outside receiver. He didn't play outside in college. So it'll be interesting to see where they, where they line him up at. If they do put him outside and if they can produce the same way, you know, with you know with Adam Thielen getting most of the attention from in Minnesota, um, from number one DBs. And you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how he, how he produces being the, Probably the number two guy in that offense. I mean, in, in that, oh yeah, in that offense right away. It'll be interesting to see how they use him and uh, how he produces. Uh, I give that pick a B. Um, with the twenty third, with the, hold up, with the twenty third. Oh yeah, okay. With the twenty third, twenty third overall pick, um, the Chargers made a trade. Um, and they they took um, Kenneth Murray, the linebacker, out of Oklahoma. Um, I gave this an A. Uh, I believe he was one of the best linebackers in the draft, or arguably the best linebacker. Uh, he flew around the field at Oklahoma. He was aggressive. He's big, physical. Uh, I feel like he's definitely going to be their, their linebacker, or their middle linebacker of the future. Uh, could potentially be one of the best linebackers in the league in a few years, I believe. He has a lot of potential. Um, New Orleans at twenty four took uh center Cesar Ruiz, the center from Michigan. And I gave this pick a C because they I think they had more desperate needs, like linebacker they needed. I think they needed linebacker help. I think the I mean they had Patrick Queen on the board, um at linebacker. Uh I, I don't I think there was there was other needs that needed to be addressed more than than, than center. Uh it was a good pick. Um but I think Queen would have been a great a great pick. He was a hometown kid, and um, he was doing the war. I think you pair him with you. I think you put him in that defense with with the line that they have up front, and he could make he could make some serious noise. Um, at number twenty four. Um. Hold up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, wait, hold up, that's, that's, hold up, 21, 22, 23, 24, okay, no, 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 at, um, at 25, um, we're gonna skip the pick for now, at 26, um, the Green Bay Packers, uh, took Julian Love, I mean, Jordan Love, the, um, received, the, uh, Quarterback out of um, Utah State, and this one was. It really depends on um, 
how you. It, it, this pick really depends on how on on which side you're on. Are you on? Are you for Aaron Rodgers or are you against Aaron Rodgers? Like, are you are you for him staying? I mean, f- for a couple more years, or are you? I mean, this is really like with them, but this pick with what the Packers did, where they took their quarterback of the future. Um, they Aaron Rodgers doesn't Aaron Rodgers probably doesn't like this trade because doesn't like this pick, but because they didn't get him receivers like T Higgins or Denzel Mims or, or any of those guys, but. This is the same thing that happened with Aaron Rodgers and and, and Brett Favre, um, couple you know years back. Um, this this is the same thing that happened. Um, so we'll see. Um, what they do if I mean if if Aaron Rodgers stays or stays the next couple of years and mentors him, or if he goes off and tries to find another starting spot, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. Uh, I gave it an A minus because I mean he had a lot of potential. He does have he does have a lot of potential, but I mean, I don't know, man. Like I mean, the, I mean, the thing the Green Bay is looking in the future, but I, I thought I thought most of us was looking in the now, you know, and and now right now Aaron Rodgers needs needs weapons. Um, Devontae Adams is his only truly reliable receiver. Um, obviously Marquez Valdez Scantling stepped up last year and. Alan Lazar stepped up last year as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if those guys play well again this year. But it really depends on if you're if you're a Green Bay fan, if you are worried about the now or the, or the future. Um and uh yeah, so I mean this is this is a pick where you kind of just pick how you how you want to look at it, how you want to view it. Um twenty at, at twenty seven, the Seattle Seahawks took linebacker Jordan Brooks. At Texas Tech, and I gave this pick an A because even though he was not highly touted coming into the draft, and I was really talking about him amongst the elite linebackers, obviously Seattle saw something in him that nobody else probably talked about or saw. And I saw his resume; he had a he has a he has the seventh most tackles in Texas Tech history. Um, I believe he was second team All Big Twelve, I think, last year, or second team All American. He was second team something elite. Um, so he, I mean, he he was flying around the field for Texas Tech, making plays for three or four years. Um, I think he was, I think he, he was a, a, a four year guy. Um, he was just flying around the field, making plays. Um, and yeah, that that was a good pick. I think for Seattle, I give that a. Yeah, I give that an a. Um, Baltimore with the twenty eighth, twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, with 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 the twenty eighth pick took linebacker Patrick Queen out of LSU. They call him. They're already calling him their future. You know, the next Ray Lewis. That's high praise for you know arguably for arguably the best linebacker of all time. You know, that's high praise in Baltimore. You know, but I think him. He's a great player. Another high motor guy. You know, um, I think they're gonna love him. Love him in, in Baltimore. He's tough. He's gritty. He's aggressive. I think they're gonna love him. Um, he's their, he's their middle linebacker of the future, especially after losing, you know, Josh Bonds this year. Uh, the twenty nine, the Texas, the, the Tennessee Titans took linebacker Isaiah Wilson. Um, I gave this a B. Um, um, you know, it's um, it's kind of like one. I mean, I, these later picks, it's kind of like okay, it's just whatever at this point. You know, they they took Isaiah Wilson, linebacker. I mean, the offensive lineman out of Georgia. Um. Good player, a solid player. 
Um, I, I thought the Lions, I mean, I thought that the Titans already had a decent O-line. Um, honestly, I thought it was already, I thought they already had a solid, I mean, they, they did last year. I mean, you know, obviously with Derrick Henry, you know, running behind what they had, you know, I mean, it, it was pretty good last year. So, uh, this is a good pick. It was a B. I gave it a B. Um, you know, whatever. But, but the 30th pick, um... The Miami Dolphins picked, they took Noah Igbahagany, a defensive back, out of um, Auburn. Um, and um, he, well, no, I think they, they traded they traded this pick uh, with New England as well, I believe. I think, it's, I believe New England traded it out of the first, out of the first, um, uh, to Miami, and uh, they end up taking Noah Egg Mahogany, and um, I mean, he, I mean, he he's a a a big DB. He's on the on the bigger side. He's he's long. Um, you know, he he he's good. I mean, there was just other guys on the board at DB that 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 teams could have taken that they didn't take chances on. Um, which I'm kind of surprised at, you know. But it's whatever. Um, you know, this is a good pick. You know, he's you know. He has a lot of potential, a lot of, um, especially a lot of physical potential, um, with the size and the length. Uh, so I thought that this is a good pick. Um, with the thirty-second overall pick, the Kansas City Chiefs, um, took Clyde Edwards, uh, Elair, running back from um, from uh, LSU. Um, uh, trying to round out the first round, I, I give this pick an A, um, because, well, I mean, I, I, there were other highly, there were highly more highly talented running backs still, like Jonathan Taylor, um, and J.K. Dobbins on the board. I think Clyde was the only running back taken in the first round, um, but Clyde Edwards either was one of the most versatile player in the country last year, and uh, I think he fits in with the the. Chiefs cheap with the Chiefs better, um, because he is like he. I mean, he, I mean, he lined up in the slot last year again with 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 LSU, uh, along with coming out of the backfield as a running back. Um, meanwhile, Dobbins and Taylor really were just strictly running backs, like strictly. Um, they weren't too much too. They weren't really pass catchers like that, especially uh, Taylor. And I think with Kansas City, I think Kansas City is really a pass first team. Um, so I think just sliding some, just sliding and running back in there, like with, with the versatility of he of uh, Elair, um, um, somebody that can catch passes out of the backfield um, and run the ball. Uh, I feel like he, I feel like he's a pretty good fit in 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 that offense. And uh, yeah, that runs out the first round of the draft. I just picked through picks one through thirty two. And, uh, you know, let me know what you guys think. Um, let me know uh, if, if some of my grades were off. You know, if you know if they were good, you guys let me know. Um, what I gave the players for your team. Um, let me know what you guys want me to do next. Um, this is by far, obviously, my, my longest podcast. And, uh, you know, it was a lot, you know, but, but, you know, this is it. These are the grades for, for, the, for the first round picks. And, um you let me know what you guys think, and uh, I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Peace. I'm out.